0: Well it's just one person today. It is me. Rick is in Arlington watching baseball. Hello guy. Yeah. Hello guy. Uh did you learn anything? I guess this is the last viewing day, is it not, for the Arkansas Razorback football team.
1: That's right. Yeah, yeah, last viewing day. Still got some guys out, uh Paul, Jalen Braxton, Al Walcott, still dinged up. Um you know, Devon Manuel's doing stuff. That's good. Uh, Tokias Crawford doing stuff. He didn't make the trip, obviously, last week. Uh, full pass today. Running. Yeah, uh, they were, I think, I mean, I can't even remember. I think they were just in spiders on Monday. Uh, they might have been in shells, uh, but full pass today. Blasting music. Pretty much it.
0: <laughs> Any changes? <laughs> it's going to take a
1: whole lot away. Yeah, go ahead.
0: Any changes, Trey, to the offensive line? Have they gone back to uh, the way it was basically yeah, from the beginning.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It, they have now they, you know, Crawford got in a little bit at right tackle today. And, you know, Kudus was in there also with the first group. Uh, I don't know that there's any change there, but just, you know, I think kind of working Crawford back in there, maybe they take a look at, at getting him some more action, um, now that he's healthy. Um, sure. would be nice if Devon Manuel was healthy enough to go, but so far he hasn't been rolling with the first group, but, uh, they call it a stinger. I I, I got to imagine that's it's something bigger than that with, with manual. I mean, it's, when I think stinger, I think, you know, week and a half it kind of bugs you and then it goes away. But this has been going on pretty much all year. So it's got to be something bigger than that with him.
0: Yeah, you'd think so because, uh, in fact, wasn't it a knee originally? And he's gotten past that. Now we're talking yeah. about a stinger.
1: He had – I know he – he got dinged in the head in camp, and then when he came back in the scrimmage, he rolled his ankle, and then I think, I don't know if it was a knee or what it was, uh, it might have been the stinger, but it's been, you know, it was just kind of three different injuries back to back to back, and yeah, this latest one, I mean, when I think of a stinger, I think maybe you kind of hit somebody funny, and you get a little, you know, kind of a achy nerve or something, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. Is that what you think of? Like mm-hmm. maybe in your neck or something? Right. That's what I think of, and you know, it's bothers you for a little while but it doesn't it doesn't last this long or it doesn't cause you to you know, you know, not be as you know, that much better. So it's it's gotta be something more I would think, but I'm not not sure what it is exactly. But I mean he seems like he's in good spirits out there. It's not like he's just like down in the dumps, so I don't know. But they uh they need Devon Manual. I mean they need, they need Nudie back. You know, Nudie's been in green in practice. You know, I can't even – I don't know if he was in green today. He was in green yesterday. But he was out there, so that's usually a pretty good indicator he'll play. Uh, but they need to get Al Walcott and need to get uh, Jalen Braxton, Pooh Paul. You know, Pooh – I don't know what Pooh – if Pooh has a concussion, then he's probably not playing next week. You know, we talked about that last week. You see it sometimes where a guy comes back the next week, but almost always, like 99% of the time, uh, the guy didn't come back next week. So I'm thinking, Pooh, if that's what it is, you know, it could have been something else, but I think it's probably what it is, uh, then I wouldn't expect to see him. And Braxton, he didn't really play the second half. I'm not sure what his injury is. That is one of those injuries that Pooh had,
0: the way that his – chin hit the ground maybe my first thought was thank goodness he didn't do something severe to his neck um some type of severe neck injury but it may have may have resulted obviously in the concussion but um uh, well i thought yeah for if sure that's what we're dealing
1: with yeah yeah golly
0: he's fortunate to be able to walk um, all right. I have had this question asked to me multiple times. And uh, this is from our Asher Record Service Company. Life and Feedback. This from Rhyme says, Why are you refusing to acknowledge my question about Bo Mosley? He leads a state in INTs, not to be confused with the former Razorback Bo Mosley. Then he goes on to say... Uh, A little bit earlier, where is it? Um, Standout defensive back at Russellville who's going to visit, uh, he's going on a visit to Alabama. And the best I can research, he's got five interceptions so far this season, 21 tackles, and uh, he visited Arkansas for the Kent State game.
1: Yeah, I think the real question here, Randy, is why? what do you have against him? Why do you, I don't. Why do you refuse to recognize this question?
0: I don't, because when I looked in, into Hooten's magazine, <laughs> and I looked through all the written words that were there, not once was his name mentioned. Mm-hmm. So I become skeptical. Yeah, well, this and, guy
1: seems to think he's been asking you several times, and...
0: Well, you want to answer uh, it. Probably 3,550 times, and I just, you know, <laughs> I just decided to go ahead and answer it. Uh, <laughs> good. Glad you finally got around to it. <laughs> Let's talk to Savage. Savage, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey.
1: Yes, sir. And Trey, don't let your wife scare you on the walkabout next time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she got me.
0: Boy, Trey, you, I you. mean, you have had an adventure this year with your walking talks.
1: Yeah, that's. Uh... Locked in the stadium. <laughs> yeah.
0: Now the wife spooks you.
1: Yep. Yeah, she. Uh, I guess for those who didn't watch, I I sent Andrew and Curtis to Oxford this time, so I didn't <laughs> make the trip to Oxford. So I did. I was going to go do it down the street, and it was the street lights were off, and like, well, I'll just do it in my backyard. And I guess I accidentally locked all the doors, including the garage door, and so she had no way to get in. So she crept around the back, and. Uh, Yeah, if I had hair, it would have been standing straight up. (laughs) (laughs) It looked like it.
0: You know, but, Trey, real quick, if we look at all the programs in Arkansas, from the soccer team to the girls' women's softball, baseball's doing good, basketball team's, you know, doing pretty good. And Randy was just talking about the NIL and the football expectations of being just an eight-win team. And then you got Stoops coming out for Kentucky, and he says, we need to just pay more, you know, pay more money. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, what's yeah. stopping Arkansas if there's no cap on this thing? Let's put a billboard up. If you want to come to Arkansas, we'll pay you more than the next SEC school.
1: Yeah, I mean, the, the we've, other we've SEC told our schools have got that
0: Arkansas is not a. I'm sorry, yeah, go
1: ahead. i I think other SEC schools probably have the same policy. SEC football is more competitive than basketball or baseball. Even now, base, basketball's getting there, no question, uh, but SEC yeah. football is just different level competitive. And they do pay NIL money. I mean, I know some of the, the figures, of some of them I've been, you know, told not to say, but they're up there. And I'll say this, like when you go to SEC media days now, you know, they used to have fake diamonds in their ears and now they're real. <laughs> right. They are. Real watches, real Rolexes, you know, it's, it's not the fake stuff anymore. So um, they're shelling out a good bit of money, but, you know, it just gets. I think it gets difficult. And Pittman has said, you know, they've done a good job with guys that are interested in coming to a place because, you know, they want to. They want to have playing time, and you know, they want. They like the, the the region, and they want nil money. But they haven't had as good a luck with guys that just want nil money and don't care about anything else except for getting paid. And that's probably got to change. I mean, this is like we can talk about. Um, you know where Arkansas is right now. Where do you guys think Arkansas would be right now if not for the transfer portal? and, 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 and Oh, and absolutely. In yeah, and I it, I made this point the other day, and somebody said, "Well, you're not counting the people that left Arkansas." Most of the people that left Arkansas were not good enough to play here. Like the three linemen that left, they weren't. They weren't getting ready to right. jump into the mix. You know, Um the defensive <laughs> backs that left here, they couldn't start over. You know, Quincy McAdoo, when they were just moving him from wide receiver as a true freshman, they weren't going to play here, you know. So without the transfer portal, I mean, it would just be really bad right now. Like they're losing some close games, but they would just be getting obliterated. I know a loss is a loss and nobody's happy with a loss. And But, uh, yeah, it, it could have been a lot worse. And, you know, a lot of that's just the unfortunate, um, you know, part of things with bringing the staff in in 2019, you got like two weeks in, and I say a staff. You had Pittman and like two guys. It's like Justin Step and, and uh, Brad uh, Brad Smith, not Brad Smith, uh, who's the guy that left for LSU offensive line coach. Regardless, he had like two guys on staff that were helping him recruit. And, you know, that's why you have that 2020 class, there's Dominic Johnson and Joshad Stewart are the only players left from that class on this team. And then 2021, you had the, you know, the COVID restrictions. You couldn't recruit in person. And there's some good players from that class, but mostly there's not. I mean, most of those guys are gone, too. There's probably six or seven guys left from that class. But the good news is you can dip into the transfer portal and pull out quality players. I mean, look what they did on defense. There's nine, nine players on defense that are making a significant contribution from the 2023 class, and then two others, M- Nudie and Landon Jackson from the 2022 class. I mean, that's that's a pretty significant part of the defense and they got the defense fixed. They recognized the issues on defense and went out and got portal players, changed some coaches, got the issues fixed. It's just kind of perplexing how they didn't see it with the offensive line. How did they not see it? And maybe there wasn't that guy out there. But I mean, you, you, nothing works without the offensive line. It just, you know, always. I was talking to somebody the other day about Tyler Wilson at Alabama. I appreciate it. I appreciate it, right? When yeah, when he was getting just walloped over and over again. And uh, everybody's just talking about how tough he is. The only reason we know that Tyler Wilson is tough is because he was getting the crap knocked out of him over and over again because the offensive line couldn't plot for him, you know. Um, you know, that team, though, I, I know I'm going off on all kinds of tangents and back and forth, but that was probably, that was probably the worst offensive line Arkansas has had on a 10-plus win team ever. You know and they were better than this one
0: hmm. all
1: right Trey this is from
0: our Asher record service company life and feedback uh, let's see where is it um, it's from Bill question for Trey Trey what are your thoughts in the future Sam Pittman I think he needs to go but I'm eager to hear your response
1: yeah, I mean, I don't know that it's my job to like lobby for coaches to be fired or anything like that. And people know on here that have listened to me that I like Sam. Pittman. I think everybody likes Sam Pittman, but that's not enough. It's not enough just to like a guy. He's got he's got to win, and he knows that. It's year four, and despite all the obstacles you had, you know, in the COVID year and the you know the recruiting in 2021, what I mentioned just now. Despite all that, people don't, you know, people aren't going to be like, oh well, he just needs. He just needs more time because, you know, he still had a pretty good bit of time. You can make quick turnaround now. Um, I do think that there will be changes on this staff. And I don't know that it's going to be Sam Pittman. And, again, I'm not – I don't lobby for for coaches to be fired. I think some people think that's the media's job. And I've done it before, I, I would say. You know, when I when I recognize the situation is just horrendous, you know, when Pelfrey um, was at Arkansas, he needed to go – uh, Chad Morris needed to go, and I made that clear on those guys. You know, with Pittman, it, I'm not, I don't feel like it's the same situation. It's not good because you're losing, but like when Chad Morris is here, those guys just quit on him. You know, the players hated Pelfrey, you know, I mean, and the, with Pittman, they're still battling for him. Now, they still battled for Brett Bielema. I talked about that the other day, you know, the, the coastal Carolina game, they battled back the Ole Miss game. They battled back Missouri. They almost won his last game here, but it's just not, it's not enough just to to be well liked. It helps because everybody's, you know, everybody's pulling for you and I find myself pulling for Sam, but he knows as much as anybody that he has to win. And you know, what we can hope with this, with this game against Alabama, they're not going to go to Tuscaloosa and win this game. Okay, they're just not. But if you can put up a good fight, you can, you know, you can um, get out of it healthy. The back stretch of the schedule is a lot easier than the, than the start, and you'd hope that the experiences that they've gotten on the offensive line, what doesn't work on offense, getting a little more familiar, you know, maybe they can finish strong and get to a bowl game. But the expectations for this team were not six wins and getting to a bowl game either. But the question is, is that enough for for Sam to get another year? Because you can can make some quick changes, you know. It's just they have to identify that Sam is the guy. And if he's not, then – and we've talked about this too. You know, if things continue to go south – which I don't think there's any sign that they're, <laughs> that they're not, but if they continue to go south, uh, you can have a really toxic offseason. Like it's brutally toxic on airwaves, um, you know, just the, the talk with people on trying to lure recruits in because, you know, recruits might see a lame duck situation. And, you know, so Pittman ha- did not really have any choice but to turn it around because neither of those options are good getting fired or having a toxic offseason.
0: All right, Trey. This from Joel. He says, "Do you think Arkansas needs to hire a gimmick type OC? I mean, a high-flying passing attack, triple option, etc."
1: I think they need some offensive linemen. I'm like, I, I'm as frustrated with Dan Enos and all the, and everything that's happening as, as anybody. But I, I, for me, it all starts up front. It starts with the offensive line. And the you know running backs haven't been great blockers either, and neither have the tight ends. I think that'll get better at tight end now that Ty Washington's come along, and you know now that Rocket Sanders is is getting healthy. But to me, the offensive line is the problem with this team above all else. And yes, you know maybe there's things that Dan could be calling that would better suit KJ and his abilities and you'd, you'd like to think he's figuring that out. I can remember back in 2015, you know, they – it was half it was halfway through the season. It was after that Auburn game that went into triple overtime before the offense really started lighting people up. So um, – but to me, it's it's not so much about getting a razzle-dazzle play caller. I mean, people used to call Kendall razzle, old razzle-dazzle. You know, he'd get down to the goal line and start to do something funky and and uh, everybody get furious. Um, and I'm not sure if they had Kendall Brawls back, if it would make a significant. It might have. It might have won them. You know, they might have. They might have beaten BYU, but if they don't have the offensive line, it just doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who, what the play calls are, if they can't run the ball. If you're one-dimensional, which Arkansas has been, you're just not going to have any success on offense. You know, you're going to. You're going to throw the ball a lot, but you're going to make colossal errors. I mean, throwing the ball so much, especially when they know that you can't run the ball and they're not worried about it. So it doesn't really matter what kind of fancy gimmick offensive coordinator you bring in here if you can't block.
0: Let's talk with Dave. Dave, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey?
2: Yeah, good afternoon, Randy and Trey. Uh, quick comments. I heard Ray, uh, not Ray, but uh, Trey mentioned, you know, when, 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 the same came in, you know, and, and the recruiting class and everything else and the talent, you know, and, and I don't think it's all talent, you know, because uh, I think we, we we agree that the Razorbacks, I mean, Kent State, just, they were just eviscerated from their talent when their when their coach left and, you know, at the Colorado with prime. And I'll, I'll put it this way. If you ever given that coach at Kent State Arkansas talent and given uh, Arkansas Kent State's talent, Kent State would beat Arkansas by thirty, they were just completely out coached. They're out coached. They Maybe so. Arkansas, I mean, Kent State, Kent State. did not have the talent that Arkansas had. have. Yeah. Right. I mean, Kent West State West Coast, was beaten
1: twenty-eight to six. Though I mean, it's just the defense was the defense was solid, and the defense has been solid most of the year, except for you know a second half against Texas A and M. The defense has pretty much been there. And, you know, we right. can talk about 38 points against BYU. BYU, a lot of those points were because of the offense, because of issues with, with the offense. Uh, I think it's actually pretty impressive what the defense has done considering they just get thrown out there after one three and out after another from the offense. Um, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't I, don't, I don't disagree with you. I think all. the talent on this roster is good enough to get to what you I predicted that, in preseason at eight wins. It's just the best offensive best line talent isn't there. The
2: offensive line. What? Exactly, you know. And, and again, I I think if you give Kent State Arkansas' roster, and you and you give uh, 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 Sam Pittman Kent State's roster, I believe Kent State be fucking about Arkansas by thirty. I really do. I because really, that, that's how much they were out coached. And Sam Pittman lost me when he said he didn't want to step on any toes. Hmm. He lost me there. You know, you're the head coach, and you say you don't want to step on any toes. Come on, Trey. Yeah. Come, come on, Randy. <laughs> I do
1: think it's a tough. Thank you, Dave. I do think it's. I do think it's a tough balance, and sometimes I think maybe Sam tries to keep people happy too much, maybe. But I also think it's a tough balance for him in this age of NIL. I don't think this is what any of these coaches signed up for because you can't just get in anybody's rear end now. I mean, you have to. You have to make people feel like they're part of the program that. They have a good chance of playing. I mean, there's guys that I've heard him talk about have a chance to help them and have a chance to do this that we haven't even seen this year, you know. Um, But, yeah, I mean, you flip around the rosters, then, yeah, I mean, the Kent State coaches would beat Arkansas by 30 or, or so, maybe, yeah. I mean, Arkansas beat them by 22. Yeah, something like that.
0: All right, Trey. Have a great rest of the day. I know you still have work to do. Have a great rest of the afternoon. That is Hogsports.com. Being brought to you by Asher Record Service Company.